Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Bethlehem Baptist Church. Merry Christmas to you all. Why don't you stand and join us as we sing some carols to our God's Lord. Christmas morning. Um, a huge welcome if you are new. If this is not your regular church, we just want to welcome you into our family. Um, so good to see you all here. I just want to pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you on this most amazing day when we remember uh, Jesus, when you came um, and you, you set your glory aside and you came down in the form of uh, a baby. And you gave us the chance to witness you through the Bible, through these stories, grow up a sinless life and, and eventually die for our sins. And we just wanna say thank you so much for the precious gift that you have given us. We love you and we honor you with everything that we have this morning. Joyful and triumphant, oh come. 
this morning. Why you please take a seat. Uh, a warm welcome to you. Again, just want to echo what Darren shared and, and that. It's lovely to have you with us on this fantastic morning. Merry Christmas, Eric. Merry Christmas, Bernie. How are you today? Awesome. How are you? I am fantastic. Uh, who has had a wonderful Christmas morning already? Let's see. Everybody, can we get the house lights up a little bit so I can see all the beautiful people that are here with us this morning? Well, hello there. Good to see you. Um, that's a bit better. That's a bit better. So like I said, my name is Bernie. This is Eric. And uh, we will be your hosts uh, for this morning. Oh, there's the music. Got some music. There you go. Uh, So it is a very festive day. So we've got a few things we've got to talk to you about before we move on with the rest of our service. First thing I want to talk to you, if you are visiting with us today, uh, lovely to have you here with us today. Uh, if you want to find out more about BBC or you want to know what's going on with us over the summer holidays, uh, a great thing to grab is our BFBAP app. Uh, that has all our event information, service information, as well as uh, other information about the place. Um, if you don't want to do that, you can also go chat to our host team out in the uh, welcome uh, at the welcome desk on the foyer. Today, they're also going to be giving out uh, fruit mints, pies, and candy canes after the service. Oh. A bit of an incentive to go say hi to those guys today. Mince pies, delicious. Um, but if you yeah, if you have any questions or you want to find out more or anything like that, go talk to one of the hosts and they'll sort you out. Eric. Awesome. All right. Well, it's good to have you all here this morning. Hey, if uh, you are part of Bethlehem Baptist Church and uh, you're wanting to contact a pastor over the next couple of weeks, 
we have our offices closed from yesterday until the 6th of January. You can call our main number, main office number, 576-2344. Ooh, prize if you remember that number. And uh, it goes to a voicemail, and one of us pastors clears that. All right, so if you have a need, you can still contact us. Wonderful. So uh, I want to see who's received a gift this morning already. Hands up. Uh, And it's not that your kids slept in past eight. Uh, My uh, my wife got me these lovely shoes that you can see on my feet today. They're very nice. But I'm I'm going to come down to the floor and I want to find out what people got for Christmas so far. So if you want to share something, chuck your hand up and I'll come see you. Hello. What's your name? Xavier. What did you get for Christmas? A green dinosaur that can transform into a race car. A green dinosaur that can transform into a race car. Nice. What's your name, my friend? This is Tay. He's a bit nervous, but it's okay. What did you get for Christmas? Ah, a cruise from Lightning McCoy. See, I don't really know these things. (laughs) <laughs> it's a toy, and it's great. Let's give it up for Tay. All right, way to go. <laughs> all right, I'm going to go to the far side of the room. I'm going to go to the far side of the room. I saw a hand all the way over here oh, at the get back. Get those hands up nice and high. They've dropped the hand now. Oh, Let's yep. go to the back row. Okay, I'll come over here. Little girl in the back, sitting in the back row, in the blue top. What's your name? This is Megan, and you've got like a little stretchy Spider-Man dude. That's very cool. What's your name? Robin, and what did you get for Christmas? This. Do you want to stand up on your chair for a second just so people can see what you're wearing? Look at this. Hey, okay, Eric, Bernie, what do you got over got there? Someone over here. Hello. Now, what, sir, what, what is your name? Elijah. And Elijah, what did you get? I got um, a plain book that you could make planes. Sounds awesome. So you can be a pilot someday. <laughs> All right, how about you, my friend? What'd you... Some jelly beans. Oh, yummy jelly beans. Bernie, over to you. Yes. All right, we've got a couple here. So what's your name? Ava. Yes, and what did you get today? Makeup. Makeup. And what's your name? Megan. Megan, what did you get? Uh, snorkel sets. Snorkel set, scuba dive set. And Shah, what did you get for Christmas today? <laughs> Lots of hugs. Lots of hugs. Lots of hugs. Oh. Hey, there must be a, someone over here, a grown-up over here. Wants, yeah, wants is there any grown-ups want to share yeah, today about on. the socks you got? Yeah, socks, sweater. Okay. I got, you go, hey, then I'll go one, one here, then I'll go to the other side. Tell us your name. What would you get? Um, my name's Tristan. I got a craft set. Raf said, fantastic, let's give him a hand. Awesome, man, way to go. Nice. I'm over here with Bria, and what, do you want to tell everybody what you got? A watch. Now, it's not just an ordinary, ordinary watch, is it? It looks like a very special watch. What does it do? You press it and the time comes up. You press it and the time comes up. All right, I'm going to go to the other side because we don't want people to miss out. Where's Eric gone? Yeah, I'm over here, over here. Here we go. Hey, you got hey someone while, the back? while you're traveling, yep. hey, um, sir, what did you get for Christmas? Um, I got a set of binoculars. A set of binoculars. That's just awesome. Is it for spotted owls or what's... Uh, fishing, hopefully. Oh, fishing. Where you go. All right. Bernie, how, over to you. Yes. Uh, what is your name, my friend? David. David. And what did you get for Christmas? A wallet. A wallet. And wh- it's a... 
It's a wallet that comes with money and a credit card. What is the name on that? It says Mum, I think. <laughs> All right, Eric, have you got someone okay, over there? We do, we do. Tell us your name. Julia. And Julia, what how about, what'd you get? I've got some headbands and I'm wearing one. Oh, yeah, she has a gorgeous headband on. Oh, lovely. Good job, you guys. Way to go. Over to you, Bernie. All right, what is your name? Maya. Maya, and what did you get? Um, a fishing rod and warhead candy. Warhead candy. Who remember, who's an adult and remember warhead, warhead candies from when candy. they were kids? Oh, yes. Me and Eric Delicious. are the only ones. Ex- All right. Exploding in the mouth. Exploding in the mouth. I got one yep. more over here before okay. you carry on. What's your name? Caitlin. Caitlin, and what did you get for Christmas? Diamond earrings. Diamond earrings for Caitlin. All right. And what, what's your name here? Jacob. And what'd you get? A battle band. A, a battle what? A battle mat. Look at this. Oh, these are cool little robots. I like it. Right. Okay, Bernie, over to you. All right, I'm, I've, got a, I've got a few over here. You got so, a few? I can see that. All right, what we're going to do for the, the ones that are in here, you're just going to yell out what you got all at the same time, all right? <laughs> all right, everybody in this section, if you got something today, we're going to yell it all out at the same time. Ready? On the count of three. Three, two, one. <laughs> you want to try it over here? Want to see if this side? Yeah, try, do you want to try okay, it over your side? side? On three. One, two, three. A watch. All right, and we can't, we can't miss out on the center section. Center sections, all right, we're going to do it together as well. So okay. if you receive something today already and you want to share what it is, on the count of three, we're going to all yell it out all at the same time. Ready? Three, two, two one. one. Oh. It's, it's concerning that the biggest thing I heard was a sleep in. A <laughs> sleep Oh, Craig has, has wants to share what he got this morning. Oh, gosh. Well, my wife figures I got everything, so she bought me a, a, a roll of duct tape. Oh, the ultimate manly present, a roll of duct tape. Michaela, do you want to comment on said present? Oh, all right. I I, I thought it was to keep him quiet, you know. Um, Oh, sorry, sorry. Well, thank you for sharing your gifts with us this morning. Absolutely. Uh, I hope we all have a wonderful Christmas today. We're going to get out of here, but before Craig comes, we've got a video that we want to show you, so let's roll that video. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Christmas is the time when we celebrate the birth of Jesus. What is it about this guy that would cause us to stop for two days and celebrate his birthday? We don't do that with anybody else, do we? Any other famous New Zealander like Sir Edmund Hillary, Richie McCaw, even our Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern. We don't even know where their birthdays are. But here we are, stopping work for two days to celebrate the birth of a baby. So what is it about this baby that has made such a dramatic difference in the world we live? So let's remind ourselves of why Jesus is such an important person in world history. The story starts with a cosmic experience. An angel visits a young woman called Mary and tells her that she was gonna become pregnant with a child who was a gift from God. The angel told her that she'd become pregnant in a supernatural way, and this all happened before she was married and had slept with her future husband, Joseph. So when Joseph found out that Mary was pregnant, he was rather disappointed to say the least. So he planned to break off the relationship with her. But again, God sent an angel to tell Joseph that everything was gonna be okay, and that Mary's baby was in fact a gift from God, God's own son who would be called Jesus. Some months later, Mary and Joseph had to travel to Bethlehem to be counted into a government census. And it was here that the baby was born. No flash hotel, no flash hospital. So Mary's baby was born in a stable 
and Jesus was wrapped up and placed in a feeding trough called a manger. Not a very good start to life. Well, that night, angels appeared to a group of shepherds outside the town of Bethlehem. And the Bible tells us that they were terrified when an army of angels broke out from heaven and sung songs to celebrate Jesus' birth. A bit more spectacular than posting his arrival on Facebook, wouldn't you think? Well, the angels told the terrified shepherds not to be afraid and to find the baby Jesus in the stable in Bethlehem. So they went and they found the child just as they had been told. All very exciting. Sometime later, wise men from the east arrived. Having followed a wandering star, the star took them to Bethlehem from their homeland, which was a long way away. And when they saw the infant Jesus, they bowed down and worshipped him and gave him gifts. So all these things happened to Jesus and Mary kept wondering in her heart just what all this might mean for her son and for herself. Well, the Bible tells us that Jesus grew up to be a young man who found favour with God and with everybody else. But when Jesus was 30 years old, he started to gather other young men around himself. He had 12 very close friends called disciples who he began to teach about God. Jesus said to them, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. And then he gets really personal when he says, When someone strikes you, turn the other cheek. Or do to others what you'd have them do to you. Forgive and forgive again. Remember the little children. Remember the poor. Help the stranger amongst you. Love God. Love his creation. Jesus had many wise words that helped people understand the world around him. But he also prayed to God for those who were unwell and sick, and they got well. The people who were blind could see, those who were deaf could hear, and the cripple could walk again. People were very impressed with Jesus, and crowds of people came from everywhere to hear him. It was a very special time in Israel 2,000 years ago. But sadly, the religious leaders who should have celebrated Jesus' life were jealous and angry about what he did, so they plotted and planned to kill Jesus. And so to do so, they made up stories about him that weren't true. They put him on trial, told lies about him, which led the leaders to sentence him to death. So they beat him and nailed him to a cross. The man who stood for peace was beaten and killed. And the authorities thought they'd got rid of this problem called Jesus, and they thought it should have all ended there. But the story had only just begun, because three days later, instead of staying dead as dead people do, Jesus came back to life. God's power raised him from the dead. Then everything that Jesus had explained to them suddenly made sense. Jesus, who had never done anything wrong to deserve death, had died on a cross for us. He died in our place. God's plan was for this to happen all along. And we're forgiven for the things that we've done because God's only son died for us instead of us dying for ourselves. It's called forgiveness. It's called grace. And Jesus would become the most influential person in world history. His teachings and life story transformed society and continues to do so today. Good morning, everybody. Merry Christmas. I watch events like just now, and I realize I have the perfect face for radio, so we'll carry on. Um, when we stop in a moment like this, and we stop and we 
celebrate Christmas, we're reminded that this didn't happen as an event all on its own. It was something that has grown before the birth of Christ into the imagination of people who are anticipating uh, whom Jesus would be. It's like the dawn, a, a sunrise of a whole new time that was going to be for God's people, God's people Israel. And when we look at the, the Bible, we find that the Bible is split into two parts. It's a, a New Testament, which talks about the life of Jesus, but the larger portion of the Bible is actually talking about how the people of God lived and got on and anticipated the arrival of this Jesus. Um, for me, as a child, I suppose, uh, anticipation was always a part of my life, and probably as a child, you as well. Uh, and as much as uh, we see that Life is all about anticipating what the future can be. And for God, his proclamations, his desire to communicate with us about a greater future has always been his, his great desire as well. And so the scriptures tell us in advance of what God was wanting to do when he brought his son Jesus into the world. Now, I don't know about you, but when I was a child, when I saw Christmas presents under the tree, I would say, great, they're all for me. I don't know about you when you were three years old, but for me, when I was three or four years old, that was the way the world worked. Uh, I want it all and I want it now. Is that right? Yeah? And so I can remember one particular year talking to my mum, my brother and I, pestered mum, and we said, mum, what are we going to get for Christmas? And she said, I'm not going to tell you. It's a surprise, which is what parents do. And I, we said, come on, mum, give us a hint. And she goes, well... It's got steel in it. Like, Ooh, steel, steel, steel. What else, Mum? Tell us more, tell us more. It's got wire. Ooh, wire, wire. And it's got um, canvas. And we're like, oh, so my brother and I are sitting on the step going, is it a motorbike? <laughs> we had high hopes. Is it a motorbike? <laughs> oh, no, a motorbike doesn't have canvas. It's got steel and it's got wire. Oh, is it a boat? Oh, boats don't usually have much steel in them. And so we, we spent the next week or so trying to work out from the clues that were given to us what we were going to receive. Those three clues. Anybody have a guess at what it might have been? A tent. That's a good guess. And that's probably where we ended up. But it was a trampoline. See? Good clues, eh? Honest clues. And when it arrived, we all went, that was a fair description, Mum. We just didn't get it. And so the nature of prophecy is that God was wanting to help us anticipate what it is that God will do, and he gives us clues, but we often miss what the clue is because we're wanting things to be the way we want them to be, you know, steel, wire, and canvas, and we wanted that to miraculously turn into a motorbike. <laughs> it's a little bit like when we get a prophecy from God, we want it to be what we want it to be. And so God, in his wisdom, filtered, or should I say filtered, seeded uh, the Old Testament with predictions of what his son would be like. And we're told here, right in the early part of the book in Deuteronomy, through Moses, it says, the Lord said to me, what they say is good. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their fellow Israelites, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he will tell them everything I command him. And it's a little bit like something coming out of heaven and it predicts something, but we can't quite reach it. We can't quite see it. And what we're saying, though, is we want it all and we want it now, don't we? 
When it comes to things of God, we're saying we want it all and we want it now, but we look at it and we go, I wonder what this would be like. And then God in his wisdom sends another prophecy. This time we could look at, we could look at many of them, but this one through a psalm. It says, Israel, put your hope in the Lord, for with the Lord is unfailing love, and with him is full redemption. He himself will redeem Israel from their sins. Full redemption, that means we're fully knitted closely together with God. That sounds great. I want it all and I want it now, but it's still out of reach. And Israel will be redeemed of its sins. Wow, fantastic. A nation that's forgiven. I want it all and I want it now. And so people look at prophecies and they go, hmm, steel wire canvas. I wonder what it could be. If God is going to send someone or something, is it, a, is it, a, is it a, a move of God in a supernatural way? It's just going to transform us from the inside out. Our heart's going to be cleansed. Is that what's going to happen? Some cosmic experience where we all get turned into great saints. And we start to look at these prophecies and we wonder. And then we get another little sniff, if you like, of what this could be. Amos the prophet says, but let justice roll on like a river, righteousness like a never failing stream. And we go, if that was what the kingdom of God is going to look like, then bring it on. I want it all and I want it now. Yeah? Isn't it a beautiful picture? Martin Luther King Jr., he built a whole social justice movement wrapped around this scripture. He could see America he could see America united as a nation, and he said, let justice roll on like a river, righteousness like a never-failing stream. I can feel my inner southern preacher coming out. <laughs> eh? Eh? Those words, just a beautiful picture, eh? Righteousness like a never-failing stream. I want it all, and I want it now. I wonder how this is going to happen. And then, more specifically, some, some anticipation is built in through the, the prophet Isaiah. He says this, he goes, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. This is 800 years before Jesus was born. The prophet says this is what this gift of God is going to look like, but this, more importantly, is what he's going to do. The government will be upon his shoulders. And we look at this prophecy, and I'm sure the people 800 years before Christ said, I want it all and I want it now. Wouldn't you imagine that? And so again, they're looking at it and they're going, well, I wonder how this is going to work. Well, a child, so it's going to be a person. And uh, man, he's going to be a mighty, mighty warrior, I'm sure of that. Why? Because, well, he's going to establish a government. You know, he's going to be super wise because he's going to be called a counselor. But he's going to be a wise counselor guy because he's a prince of peace. And we, we, yeah, we can, we can, yeah, well, it's, I can't wait. I want it all and I want it now. And then just to make sure that we don't get too far ahead of ourselves and think that we've got it all sorted, Isaiah gives us another prophecy. It says, therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and we'll call him Emmanuel. Emmanuel means God is with us. We go, oh, now we're getting a bit weird. How do we work out this one? Should we do a survey? 
Are you a virgin? Are you pregnant? That's not going to work. And so we're left with these predictions. And, And God is inviting us to look and to anticipate in his own way, he's doing with us what my mum did with me when we go steel wire canvas. And we're like, hmm, it has to be a motorbike. We have to have it the way we want it. But it wasn't that at all, was it? So I've invited uh, a couple of the Pine brothers to come on up and share us the well-known story of how these prophecies came to pass. Thanks. We just follow it through with the thanks. Hi. Um, the birth of Jesus foretold. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to be a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you, you who are the highly favoured, the Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid. Mary, you have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will... The Lord will give him the son, the throne of his father, David, and he will region over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. This, how this, how will this be? Mary asked the angel. Since I am a virgin, the holy, the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of the of God. Then Elizabeth, your relative, even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was and to be unable to conceive in is in her sixth month. For no from oh, for no word from God will ever fail. I'm the Lord's servant, Mary. Mary answered, "May your word, word fulfilled, oh, may your word." To me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth to Galilee, to Judea, then to Bethlehem, the town of David because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married with him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there were no guest rooms available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. Then an angel appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified, but the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, 
I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find him. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel and started praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those whom his favor rests. So the child was born within our reach, within our grasp. 
I want it all, I want it now. God says, you can have it all and you can have it now. The prophecies were far, far more fulfilling than anyone could have ever expected. The strategy of bringing new hope, salvation into our world was not through a conquering king, but through a child who slipped into our world largely unacknowledged, largely uncelebrated to become the saviour of the world. I want it all and I want it now. And God put it within reach of all of us. Let me pray. God, in this moment, on this holy day, we're reminded of how you totally rocked the world with the simplicity of your plan. When we looked at the evidence, we saw steel, wire, and canvas. And in our imagination, we reached lots of wrong conclusions. And yet, Lord, you, in your mystical and powerful and holy way, transformed the world with the birth of your son Jesus and so we stop and we take our hearts and minds to that stable in Bethlehem and we place ourselves around this holy child and we give thanks Lord for how the simplest of occasions the most powerful of occasions can transform the world in which we live so God we pray we pray for each other here today that those who need the miracle of new birth, those who need fresh hope, can find it in the simplest of things. A hug from a friend, a phone call, an acknowledgement, somebody reaching out. Or maybe we can be that person to others. A hug from a friend, a phone call, or reaching out to others. For God, you so love the world that you reached out to us and you said, you can have it all and you can have it now. Amen. One who will stand as we sing this one final song.
we're really pleased you hit those high notes for us. We, we celebrate that with you. We stand. Oh, thanks, Greg. <laughs> That's all right. You can have the rest of the day off, all right? That's cool. Thanks, Bailey, for Silent Night. Thank you, team, for being here for us this morning. Let's just give a warm clap for our appreciation. Thank you so much. It's good to celebrate, isn't it? It's good to celebrate the birth of Jesus. And uh, to do so, we've um, just put on some um, Christmas fruit mince pies and some candy canes, because we all need the extra sugar, and uh, coffee and tea. So don't be in a rush to go. Uh, Enjoy some time. Wish Merry Christmas to a stranger, somebody you love, somebody you'd like to know, and uh, take advantage of, uh, of the time you have here today. God bless you. Merry Christmas.